0: Hey y'all, good morning and welcome back. Thank you for joining us at the Urban Village. I am your moderator, host, uh Shawana Carter, founder and executive director of Carter's House, and also your chief hope dealer. Today I am joined by my co-host, and I'm missing one, so I'm a little sad. But I have uh Akins. Yo, yo, yo.
1: Hey, good people.
0: We got JJ. Good morning. And we are joined by the one and only Mr. Kevin. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today.
2: It's real subtle today.
0: Yeah, a real subtle today. Is that how you gonna start off with
1: us?
2: I want everybody from Paris or so is coming down here jumping.
1: <laughs> you sure, <show> right? <laughs> here we go, y'all. It won't be hard to find you though. Oh, I'm a
3: short man, yes, well. yeah, so, so, okay.
0: yeah. We are. Uh, Going to have a, a, a little bit of a tough subject today, but we're going get to get through it. I want to preface our conversation today by saying, number one, that we are not licensed professionals. However, we are human beings who live life, um, and we have a perspective, and we want to share it with you. Um, today, we will have some conversations on mental health and suicide, because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we want to make sure that we address this topic that often plagues our community, but nobody ever talks about it. Agree? Agreed Alright, so we have another special guest in the studio with us today It is my gorgeous daughter mm-hmm. Whoop,
3: Good morning
0: And we got the fat baby, y'all can't see it But the fat baby yeah. is live in the she studio okay. You will hear her, my pudding We, uh, You will hear her So we are going to talk um, About mental health Let's start with that topic uh, Ladies uh, And gents Thank you. We will start <laughs> off. Uh, I ain't gonna leave yet. I got you, bro. I got you. I didn't invite you. I to haven't reached over that point in yet
2: where I want to talk about that. <laughs> it's all
0: right. It's all, all right. it's all good. It's all, all right. good. It's all good. It's a, it's a difficult one. It's one that we don't we don't particularly like to talk about, but we have to. We all feeling it at some point in some form of fashion. We feeling it, so we got to deal with it. So. Um, We'll do some little... Let's start off with some personal experiences, right? Um, so anybody want to go first, So y'all going to make me go first today? I
1: can go first. Okay. Um, mental health has hit many different facets for me. I'm a school counselor, so I see it with my, basically, K through 5, which you would be surprised that you have to deal with it at that level. But there have been several kids that I have... Watch that have entered into mental facilities um, because their mental health was not where it needed to be. Um, I've had to deal with my own son um, dealing with his mental health as well as my own. So it's a constant challenge. It's a daily battle. It's something that people don't even realize is real. And so sometimes when we say we're okay, we're really not okay.
0: I think that a lot of times people take mental health and you just assume you immediately go to the part where you think, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. We don't go to the part where you are sad or you are anxious Mm -hmm. or you are frustrated and you haven't figured out an outlet for those things, nor have you taken the time to process why you feel this way. Mm -hmm. We just immediately jump to you crazy. Right, and I think that that's a, there's a stigma, of course, in the black and brown communities that you don't talk about it. I know we all probably grew up with somebody who had the crazy uncle in the back room or downstairs in grandma's basement, <laughs> and nobody knocked on the door. Right? We just do right, right, And Grandma right. said you leave him alone, and he's but he's fine. But he's fine. But we all know he, <laughs> he ain't fine because that ain't normal, right? <laughs> um, but that's just a part of how we grew up. I think that. After two years in a pandemic where we were all stuck at home, um, we had to start addressing some things. We had to start dealing with some things real quickly, right? Because mm-hmm. when you start thinking about the fact that you had no money coming in and you some parents were stuck at home with children whom they had not kept at home since they were toddlers.
1: Or whom they thought. The teacher was the only people that had problems with exactly. them.
0: Exactly, and now we are in—you are in a place where you are encountering, you know, these types of things. And for most, for some people, home is not a safe place. Mm-mm. And so, even you know, children and adults alike. And so, when you count these last two and a half years where people were stuck in the house, and there was an increase in domestic violence cases, there was an increase in child abuse cases. There was a mad increase in suicides because people had no outlet. Right, and so I think that the number of therapy commercials that hit the TV over the last two and a half years was ridiculous, but it was needed, and it I think it opened the door for us to start having these conversations where people can be okay with saying, "I'm not okay." Mm-hmm. Jay, you got something on that one? Oh, you just took a bite.
2: she just took a bite. <laughs>
0: Y'all, uh, JJ prepared, prepared breakfast for the moms today. So Akins and I have uh, spinach and cheese quiches for breakfast. And she just took a bite of her food right as I called her name. My
4: bad.
2: I got water
1: burger. <laughs> you can have quiche.
2: You said for the ladies, so I dare you, not.
1: You can have quiche. Yes,
2: you dare not. I dare, see, I dare not.
1: <laughs> Come on, JJ. You don't behave,
2: <laughs> you? See?
0: So, yeah, <laughs> okay, we were trying so, to fill that in, didn't well, we? Well, let me go and take your five, <laughs> Go for it, Kevin.
2: Well, mine was different because the COVID actually benefited me. I'm an introvert. Okay. And um, actually, uh, well, I work, and I worked for the ISD, so they was giving us like double time and a half. Okay. So it actually benefited me, but I can understand where, where y'all were coming from. But mine okay. was more of um, uh, like, <clears throat> excuse me, the tattoo I got on my hand. My best friend was like, my brother got eight sisters, no brothers. Wow. So I've been this has been my brother forever, and when he passed... When he transitioned, um, I had an episode this week. And just sitting at the desk, hand just started shaking that um, anxiety attack. It was like when you miss a person, you know, and there's nothing you can do about it, but we'll keep pushing. And they, my supervisor was like, you need to go home. And I'm like, well, I'm not going home. I go in there, you know, get it out and go back to work. And uh, my, <clears throat> excuse me, my, like my daughter's, uh, one of my grandkids' dad, they're like, well, I call them street cats, street pharmacists. And, you know, we as I guess as black men, we don't have outlets. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have enough outlets. Right. So I was telling him, I said, you got you deal with a lot of street cats. I said, why don't you, because you have, um, like, you know, um, he'd sell dogs. Mm-hmm. I said, why don't you open up something to where, you know, your friends, because he looked, you know, he looked upon as, like, the top guy. Okay. So I'm like, well, why don't you get these guys together, man, because they feel it's, it's weak to show emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you... Um, well, I don't know if you had heard on the, the other show that I was on. Um, I told him, I told him, I don't have a problem because I'm human. If I'm if I'm hurt, I'm gonna cry. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I am. But we again, we look. You're supposed to be strong. Oh, you're a punk if you cry. So that's why we end up killing each other, killing other people. You know, in it's jail hit, it's because you, it's, it. yeah, and you don't have you don't have a release. So you know, we deal with it. And men, I don't think you know we're not taught to talk to other a group of people about our right. issues, if anybody. Like you said, that uncle. He downstairs yeah. going, he don't went crazy because he don't have anybody to, he to. Yeah, and right.
0: that's that's often a cry that I've heard during the pandemic. Um, that Because um, a- as the pandemic happened, I have a group of, well, I have my friends who are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aikens is my best friend. Mm-hmm. I have my daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, I had siblings and... I had it is just flat. I had you know and I have a group of founders uh nonprofit founders who <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. This y'all, is so disrespectful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, am, I feel so disrespectful. Y'all do know that our show this. is Y'all know our
4: show is just I conversation and real time. people
0: and we just we are honest with y'all. So we are giving Kevin some water at the moment and this bottle has been in the bottom of a basket and it, the bottle's a little deformed. I've
2: been here since y'all opened up more Luke King. No, it's not. <laughs> I,
0: he he needs room up. temperature. Uh,
2: oh my god. I know next time.
0: Look
2: It's So disrespectful. <laughs> 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 Go
0: ahead. But as I was saying, so, well, Kai is talking to us this morning. Um, but so when we, when we are going through the pandemic, I have a group of, I'm not only going through the pandemic. I am going through my daughter being pregnant. I am going through her attempt at suicide. I am going through ending a marriage and embarking back on life by myself and my with my daughter's. So there's a whole ton of things going on at the moment, right? Um, but unlike, I'm not an introvert. Mm. I am very much not an introvert, right? And I remember our during the Christmas uh, first year of the pandemic, um, Carter's House usually hosts a huge Christmas boutique in Irving, mm. right? We serve about 800 kids. Families come through, get their Christmas stuff. And um, we had to improvise that year, and we decided we would go buy gift cards. And we had schools send us names, and we would go out and knock on doors and pass out gift cards to families that they could use to buy something because people were out of work. And I remember uh, Akins and I going out. To pass them out one Sunday, and as we left, I called her when I got in the car, and she said, what's wrong with you? And I was crying, and I was like, I miss my people. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss hugging necks. I miss seeing moms and dads. Mm-hmm. I miss seeing the babies. That stuff was really tough for me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and when we discussed men having an outlet, Kevin, I have had tons of men say that we have nowhere. Mm-hmm. To say how we feel and Mm -hmm. feel safe, Um, and it's a big deal. It's I don't for whatever, and I don't. I know it's a a thing for me because I feel like we have to protect each other, Mm -hmm. men, you know, and women. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we have to create a space where black men feel like they can be safe. Well, I'm not a black man. I'm not a man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be one. I never tried to. Mm -hmm. But I need. I feel like it's part of my duty to create a space that says, in here. You can say what you need to say, and you say It's not gonna go back out in the community. It's not gonna get, you know, we're not gonna, you know, scoff and laugh at you because you feel that way. I think it's necessary. Now, how do we build it? That's where I gotta find a man to help well,
2: out. You reached out, and I think because I'm a introvert, it it kind of it slowed that process down, because I, I would always make sure I got a little word, and, I, I, and people would never think that I am a
0: you just gonna say everything this morning, huh? I told you I'm just by about everyone
4: in there. <laughs> Every
2: time I get to talking. what I do?
0: You are your grandmama's baby.
2: Look at you. Okay, so watch.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, stop, stop but um I mean I've no you I'm about to exit. <laughs> Yeah, I've done. I've, I, you reached out to me a couple times because I think we, we do need that, and um, because I think what I'm going through, and that's and why I tell people everything happened for a reason. You know, by me losing my best friend, um, it actually is going to push me to do more. You know, because we don't have that. We as I men, we don't, and even talk. I, I at first I couldn't even talk. Even when I was going through, I think we going through the. the um, I was going through the divorce. I don't think you were at that point right now, and that was a hard time for me. Like 2016 was like the hardest time for me. And, again, I didn't have anybody talking. The only thing that got me through that, I didn't want to be a hypocrite to the guys I have talked to before that were going through. It's, and I learned from women, y'all cry at night. And then next day, y'all put your face on. And, you, and that's, what, that's, that's why I made it through that or whatever. But it's like you have a testimony. But, you know, you really want to get, you know, guys together that are hurting. Yeah. Because, you know, I, like, again, I know guys that go out, they're killing people, they're hurting people. And with, with y'all, with black especially black females, they are killing y'all left and right now. And that, and I, I I don't understand that. And it's just a
0: matter of giving... I think it's... I think one of the healing processes is giving the space mm-hmm. to just be open
2: <coughs> mm, without yeah. judgment. Without judgment. Uh-huh.
0: Without judgment. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, I don't know that it ever existed. I don't know what has transitioned in society. But for whatever reason... <laughs> for whatever reason, we have found ourselves at this point in time where it is... Um, It's absolutely necessary. It's needed. It's absolutely needed. miss j you've been quiet today what you got over there i'm listening intently listening intently so for those who aren't aware uh jj is the founder and executive director of more parallax defined she is our wellness advisor Mm. so she provides uh parents and our parent support group with access to counselors Mm. um and so um i would uh, this is why she's here she she gives us that additional insight um and they're real talk when it's time to sit down and talk to a counselor. And I think that's another thing, a stigma that we have to deal with. Um, so as we, you know, continue this piece of the conversation, um, I want to bring in Michaela. Jay, can you give me the baby? Because <laughs> she's just talking to her mama this morning. I'm <laughs> sorry.
2: So I wonder why is it that, <clears throat> um, well, I know black men, and I know because we're, we're taught to be tough, but and I know you, women have more outlets, but I don't um, I just wonder why when it comes to our people, we don't. You know, we, we like everything is, is, I guess the word would be taboo. You don't talk about this, mm. you know, especially with y'all. Because like, I know probably, just say if I know 100 women, 90% of them have been abused some type of way. But you don't talk to talk about that. Correct. You know, you know, don't you say nothing or, you know, we don't want to start any problem. But, okay, well, I'm hurting, so now I got to deal with And even when I'm watching these murder shows, what he's a serial killer, okay, well, you, where did it stem from?
3: Yeah. You know? There's that, always I'm a always starting looking,
2: point. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm, I always look at, like, okay, he had an abusive father. Or the, the, the mother was abusive. She wasn't there. Or he got bullied. But all you're looking at is the right now. And there's one, there's one rapper, he said, people only see it the way it appears. They never see the pull this ropes, and gears. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you never... What, what, what's causing this person to be like this? Yeah. You know, I have a lot of pent-up mangas on a TikTok. This guy just screaming, and then he put his face on. And it's like, we don't have a, a positive release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, men or women, really. But I think mm-hmm. y'all have more... Releases than men because you know women are more affectionate. Y'all can hold each other's hands and rub on each other. And we take know. care of each other. Yeah, y'all do. Y'all we do. take no, care nothing. of I mean, each I other. I y'all come out Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all would y'all, again. Y'all, we we don't. So yeah. if you touch a man, hey, man, get up. You know. Right.
1: But you know, we're raised that way. We're raised to be nurturers. Nurturers. We're, we're raised to be affectionate, and I think. When men are raised Y'all are raised to be hard mm-hmm. Y'all are raised to be tough Y'all fall down It's like get up Get up, yeah. get up Shake it off Shake it off Everything's alright
2: Like a little ad girl yeah. yeah And
1: then a little girl falls It's like oh baby Are you okay mm-hmm. You alright Let's fix it mm-hmm. Okay now Go on and play So it's a complete It's a complete difference
2: Talking to the mic Hold the mic
1: Might yeah. as well Cause yeah, I mean. you know I'm gonna That's get good. in trouble Left and right one on one side, one behind me. Whoops. <laughs> her So I, I think that's where that stems from. And then until we decide that we're gonna change how we're raising our children, how we're pushing them to develop and understand that it's okay. It's okay to be human. It's okay to feel these emotions nothing is going to change it's going to keep being the same way that it is and we're going to have more men Mm -hmm. that need to reach out but they're scared to reach out Mm. right and they're not going to think that they have outlets Mm. but the outlets are there it's just hard for them to understand it's okay to use them
2: Mm. it's okay to show emotion Mm. it's real Yeah. (laughs) yeah
1: you know i remember raising my son who's now
0: 27 when he was little um, we used to always have a saying. I always told him, he, to this day, he'll repeat it. He just told me the other day, Mom I still say it. Um, when he would get upset and angry, people would laugh because I would let him say, I don't want to talk to you right now. Mm-hmm. And I'd be, okay, well, go on and chill out and do your thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if people get upset, I would always remind him, it's okay to be angry,
4: mm-hmm. but
0: it's mm-hmm. not okay to act a fool.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? And then as we got older with my girls, we started expressing, you know, we learned when we kids that words don't hurt, but the reality is them lookers don't ever go away. Right. Right. And so they, they sting like nobody's business. And, um, and so I, I've tried my best, with especially with my son, but I'll be honest at this point in life, I still feel like he has a lot of anger. Mm -hmm. He's a very angry child. And he won't... A young man, excuse me, not a child. My child, but not anybody else's. Uh, But he is not very comfortable expressing why he is angry. Um, And we push and poke and prod. um, And I don't feel like I was the whole get up, be strong, be tough mama. Mm -hmm. But I know at some point I said those words. And now I wonder... Is that why you are afraid to say, or you're not comfortable saying, you know how you really feel?
2: And I think society's got us like that. You know, no matter what, it's like even if you're by yourself. You know, uh, like like I said, I went in there, I broke down, suck it up. You know, I'm saying this to myself.
0: Uh, Oh yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I we (laughs) as a as a woman, I have those days where you look in the mirror.
2: No, I got a mouth.
0: Huh? Is
2: this B side? Is the A side you can't you can't curse. Oh, no, I'm just saying, because, you know, we have the AOB
0: side. Oh, yeah. So you, I, you, you're free. Just, yeah, you're good. We'll slip yeah. one in every now and again. You're yeah. good. Okay. Make sure. <laughs> we grown up. This is for parents. So okay. we grown up. So, uh, but yeah, I feel you on that. Because yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm the same way. I look in the mirror crying and mm-hmm. I'm going to let it flow for a few minutes. I'm going to look in there and be like, hey, get your shit together and yeah. stand back up. Yeah. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. We all do this. Yeah. You know, get it back together and let's move on but um allowing yourself to feel has become extremely important to me exactly. allowing myself to be able to just let that thing go all the way through
2: and it's it's crazy because even a lot of guys that i well a lot of guys have associates like my um i basically raised him uh, my daughter's brother he's you know he's a uh, grown man now he's 27 years old he uh He's a renter. because I don't. You stay with me for free. So, <laughs> so he's renting it. But he, we talked. We were talking about the Kevin the Samuels uh, situation yesterday, and he, he just came to me like, man, I, he's like four or five times like to me, I was going to tell you, I love you, you know. And it, it, it made me feel good. But it's like, you know, even when you, when I, he, he always expresses himself, and that's fine. But it's how I take it. And it's, I didn't, you know, say, oh man, don't, don't say that, because. It, but it made me feel good that he felt comfortable enough to talk to me, you know, how he basically showed his emotions Mm -hmm. and, you know, if we, again, if we had more guys like that you know, just, hey man, just be yourself you know, there's judgment outside of this you cry, cry, get it out, because I'd rather for you to do it here than go out there and punch somebody or uh, shoot somebody or rob somebody, you know, do anything, just get it out your system Yeah, and sit and talk to you, I think I'm going to start doing something with that like, I I got nephews, like
0: you. You know you know me, you know I got you. Let's holler yeah. at me. Let's put it together. I got i back it.
2: But I've actually been having episodes lately, like, like, like a lot of anxiety attacks of uh going to work and I told my I was like man, I just want to slam my keyboard against the, a desk. He's like, man, what's wrong with you? Well, I don't want the mic that close to my face, you know. <laughs> man, you know
1: mm. <laughs> you <Boy, laughs> huh, talking my, that mic about to hit me <laughs> 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 Yeah. If
2: I'm comfortable it just might be close to my mouth. <laughs> But um, yeah um, it and the, the the mental part of it 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 does is it has been affecting me a lot lately.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, towards like I just want to drive, and that's me. I ride ride my motorcycle or just getting car and just drive out. I, I think I was going through somewhere. I ended up in Austin, I think. Oh wow. Before I knew it, I was just driving. Said, yeah. Hey, Mom, I'm in another, no, another city. You didn't went through a couple of different counties and yeah. everything, and just I rolling so much through. In my mind is like I don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. And that's a problem with me because, and think about it, I I associate more with females because i was raised around females i just you know it's a, it's a connection right but guys i don't you know it's like I too much deal with you clowns
0: so i want to i'm going to challenge you and then we're going to let kayla jump in um but i want to challenge you to consider did you ever watch queen sugar i did no. okay so there's a part i think season five hollywood who was on the show dating Aunt Vi. Um, created a space for men. Mm-hmm. He bought a house, and you don't have to do it this way, but he created this space with, like, pool tables, and it was, like, a little mm-hmm. small bar inside, mm-hmm. and the men could just come in and hang out and have... He had a whole room, and he called it a war room. And he said, this is where... Mm-hmm. now it was like a wrap room, and it had chairs, and the men just came in and sat, and they just talked. Oh. And they just talked. But I thought it was amazing that, you know, you do that, and that was because he was dealing with some anxiety, Um, himself and his um, on the show one of the other characters Micah had been uh, a victim of police brutality excuse me Uh, excuse me a victim of police brutality and they knew he was going through some things Mm. And so he was a young guy, and so they just, he just felt led to start something, to give that outlet. Um, and, uh, but I think that we have to create that. I know that, as I was saying earlier, my fellow executive directors, there's four of us, and we get together, and we call ourselves the Queens of the South, we have a video chat. Right. We Marco Polo. And I was on the Marco Polo a few months ago, sitting in my car, and literally bawling my eyes out. But each of those ladies at some point has jumped in that video chat and done the same because we are comfortable enough to be vulnerable, vulnerable with each other. And I think that is a huge key. Um, But having that some kind of outlet is necessary. I think at this point in the game, with everything going on in the world you got to have that piece, um, And then to your point, Kevin, it, discussing, you know, what is the root cause for why things happen, I want to ask Michaela to go ahead and uh, share just a bit or whatever you're comfortable with um, about how we got to the part where you came in my room and said, Mama, I need to go to the hospital because I took a bunch of pills. Um, it is by far um, one of the worst days as a parent. As a parent, um, and this is Mother's Day weekend, so um, and everybody at this table, including Jay, is a parent of some sort. And um we have um we uh my my children as a mama, my kids are by far my greatest accomplishment, right? Um, I've done a whole lot of things in life, but uh giving birth three times to three wonderful human beings and being being lucky enough to be a bonus mom to a fourth is amazing um to think that god to trust you enough to um lead somebody else to turn into a grown-up and then watch them grow up and be what you have hoped and prayed they would be is amazing it is a blessing and so um Kayla and I have had the traditional mommy daughter relationship where it was we were best friends as she was little. BFFs. And then came teenage years and for those who don't know, I don't like teenagers. They don't tend to like me either, so it's okay, it's mutual. Um and then we hit a real rough patch. So, uh, Miss Kay, if you feel like it, go for it.
3: Um, good morning. morning. Uh what led up to it? Um So, I haven't shared this with many people, but I was um, sexually assaulted as a child, a young child. And I kept that secret up until this point. Um, And it led to me doing some things that I don't really think I would do to this day if I had the help that I needed, should I have spoken about it. Um, And... I was in trouble due to some of those things, um, and I realized that I didn't want to be here. I I didn't, didn't want to deal with this. I was tired mentally, physically, emotionally. felt like I had held everything in. Um, and I had no outlet like we've been talking about. Um, like, nobody knew this. It was just me. I was holding this in for about 15, 16 years. So... At that point, I was like, I'm tired. And with me being tired, I said, well, what's the easiest way to go about this? So the pills came about. Um, and I took them. And I I started to feel some, some stuff. Like, you know, I was real shaky. Um, I think I was having an anxiety attack because I, uh, I do have depression and anxiety. Um, still dealing with that. Still working through that and trying to be a better version of myself even with these mental diseases. Um, but I have a beautiful baby and she helps with that all the time. <laughs> um, but I felt like I had no reason to continue living. Um, no, no real valid reason. Um, for a long time, I battled those, those thoughts with, well, they would miss me. So I can't do that to them because they would miss me and I justified that with that. But at that point I was just like, I'm I'm tired. It's not it's not about them anymore. Um I'm just I'm tired. That was that's all I could say is I'm tired. Um and even when on the way to the hospital, my mama asked me why why? And I was like, I'm tired. That's just I had no more justification for it. It's just it is what it was. I was tired and that was the best way to put it. Um, but that's what led up to it. Uh, so okay, yeah. So I think
0: that it all, again, as Kevin stated earlier, it all starts. We got to figure out what the root cause is, right? So, um, you know, knowing that when Kayla expressed that that she had been abused, had been touched inappropriately, molested, however you want to call it. Okay. <laughs> You know, as a parent, we immediately jump into "I gotta save you," um, and as angry as I am, still, um, it's it's one of those things where my focus has to shift from my anger to making sure she's well. Right? Um, it can't. You have to get past that part where you just mad. Um, you and I have other babies, and so I have to do. I, I just I, I'm I, I ain't built for jail. So, I, I can't do nothing. I ain't, I ain't built for that life. <laughs> but I got some people in my life. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I ain't always been this nice. Um, but, no, you have to shift, and you have to focus. And we had some conversations, and we had to, um, that ride to the hospital, and then the, con- the the second ride from that hospital to another hospital, and... Um, a stay in a mental health ward for my kid and leaving her that day was whew, you know it, it's a, it's a it's a tough thing and it's I think part of what we have to recognize is that mental health is not a um, it is an individual issue but it's also a group thing right So when it affects one it's gonna affect the people that are around you. And you have to be prepared to assist in whatever way. Now that does not mean enable, it does not mean coddle. Um, and I will be honest, there were lots of days after we came home, after Kayla came back home that I was terrified that if I said the wrong thing, we' are going to do this all over again. Right? But at some point, I, we had to I, I had to accept, like, look, if that's her choice, that's her choice. But I am still the parent, and we are still going to follow the rules. And if I'm a little too tough today, then just, you know, I'm sorry. But I'm not going to spend the rest of my life being afraid that I'm all, that something was going to happen. Um, I'm going to love her the best way I know how, and we're going to move on. Um, and it's not something that we, you know, it's not something that we don't talk about. We have regular mental health check-ins now, you know, random text messages, hey, how are you mentally? What's going on? Um, but it's also not something we, you know, dwell on, right? Um, it's not hanging over our head where you tried to, we scared and we, you know, we don't know what you're going to do and we can't trust you and all these things. Um, and I think that as a, as a community, when we have that person that we know that has attempted or tried, you know, to hurt themselves in some way, we have to get to the part where we, you all right? We forgive them. Mm-hmm. Well we forgive them. Um and give them space to forgive themselves. Right? Um, because once they recognize that I did have people who were there or I or I feel comfortable enough to talk to those people, then we have that has to be gone. It has to be gone. So, um, that whole root cause conversation has to be dealt with. I think we have to get to the part where we take the time to figure out where does this start. Um I know for Kayla, it was the abuse that was held in and then, you know, acting out and um, getting in trouble and it all led up to it being just too heavy to carry anymore, right? Um, and for Kevin, it was losing your best friend. Um, for me, it was stepping out and starting all the way over again, right? Um and uh the anxiety Kevin didn't hit me until almost two and a half years later I thought I was good Mm. I thought I was fine it it got a little shaky Akers can tell you but that last bout this past January when I found myself literally in my bed and uh for those who don't know Kevin and I have been friends for years Um, Kevin is the one who introduced me to a podcast to sit on the air um and talk um but that last That last one in January Yeah when It took I c- me about two
2: years Yeah so It was 14 and 16 Yeah that's Yeah So it, it took about That cause 15 I hated all y'all Yeah oh. I ain't gonna lie I took it out on All y'all <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, It's I took, real though It's nah, real like, Slow <laughs> burn Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hated y'all And I mean that was it, but, but that was the root It's like we both well, um, It was a divorce thing Like I said mm-hmm. No communication We go a whole month without not talking to each other In the same house So you know, and I tell people, uh, she was cheating, I was cheating, um, and she left. I'm like, okay, leave. I was cool right then. 15. 19, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I tell you, that's when it have, hit. I don't, I don't have a, no, I don't have a bucket list no more. Put it like that. I don't have a bucket list no, like oh. because I hate it. I mean, if you looked at me sideways, you were done. And 16 is like, you know what? You know, fight for your your marriage. By then, it was done. You know, and that that's when I, the reality hit. And I'm like, okay, but now I'm a different monster. You know what I'm saying? So it, you know, you you go through what you go through, and I'm the type I talk to you, you know, two or three minutes or whatever about my situation, and I go home, uh, and I, I drown myself. Like you said, you know, you, when you met me, I was working three jobs. Yeah, I was working three jobs, selling cars, renting houses on the weekend. I stayed busy. I made if I got four hours sleep, I was good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how I dealt with it. And I'm like, you kill it, but you're still killing yourself slowly, though.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly, I feel that. And that's that's where I was in the first two years. I was hustling, and she'll attest to that. I mean, growth was crazy for the nonprofit. <laughs> the children were in everything. I was gone almost every hour of the day. Sleep was minimal, and I've always lived by the thought process, I sleep when I'm dead. Um, I got a kid, I got things to do, let's go. And then I woke up and was like, you're tired. When that anxiety hit, it was like, you need a nap. You need a nap. And that's what my, my care, my, uh, one of my, I think my cash is sleep for what? And that's what, that's
2: what I live by. You, know, you, you know, what you gonna sleep for? But, you know if you don't know that you're hurting all you because you doing it mm-hmm. and then money's not gonna get it. and it's not it's <laughs> not
0: gonna solve it it's not, and so I think that in- in light of uh Kayla's situation, we took uh of course she um what
3: uh what helped okay um so like she said, I was in the mental ward for a while um and while I was there I realized that um, I'm not the only one that goes through this There was a bunch of other kids there um, Some had been there Longer time than me Some had been there shorter time But They all had gone through something similar um, not, I'm not saying like they were Sexually abused or anything like that But I'm saying that we all Somehow, somewhere, we ended up in the same place And something happened that made us the same in, in everyone else's eyes. And that made it more realistic that I'm not alone. Um, now, I will tell you, there was not a lot of black kids in there. I was one of, like, three. Um, okay. So, that's still an issue in our community. Um, but um, the, the processes that were taken while we were in there, we had our one-on-one sessions with the doctors. We were able to sit and actually uh, and actually, you know, um, interact with each other and, and be kids, and not have to worry about whatever was stressing us outside of this. Um, and that was something that really helped me because, as 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 far as school, I, I hated I hated school. I was a very I'm very smart. Um, I am very smart, but I hated school. I hated the pressure that was put on me. Um, I felt like there was so much pressure put on me to to do great things, to be, to meet these expectations. And at that point, I, like I said, I was tired. I had been meeting these, ex- I had been meeting and beating these expectations since I was little, and I was tired. I was like, no, I don't want to meet the expectations now. I want to be able to just relax. Um, I want to be able to just go out and mess up, do something like you know. Um, and I felt like I couldn't, and that's when I started acting out because. Well, if I can't do it, I'm going to do it somehow. It's going to happen. So that's really what that was for me. But they, that um, space gave me an opportunity to just be me. And even like now, I'm currently trying to figure out who I am outside of Kai's mama or an athlete or the smart girl. Or, you know, it's, I got to find who I am outside of all those identifiers. So um, I still am. therapy um i saw a therapist for about a year then i got pregnant we were like oh well i was doing okay um i still am i'm i'm not doing too bad but you know it's a constant battle every day is different um but yeah so i do see a therapist we do have amazing talks um nothing is off limits um i'm very open At this point in my life, it wasn't always like this, (laughs) Um, but I am very open with the story, with anything that's really happened to me, Um, even with talking about Kai and everything. Like I'm very open as far as that, so that also helps as far as my therapy sessions and what they look like and what how how we progress. So that's that's really it. Yes, yes. I'm choosing well, to go along the... the word. <laughs> I'm choosing to go <laughs> on the healthier path. <laughs>
2: Speaking of paths, I'm going to push that over that there. Mike.
0: <clears throat> Come on, Jack. Let's she talk about sorry. this path. It a healthy
4: path mm-hmm. to take? Can't hear you. It was a healthy
2: path <laughs> to take. To the mic. I totally did.
0: No. Put that mic up there. You go Right there. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so we have these healthy
2: pants, huh, JJ? Mm-hmm.
0: Come on here, girl. Dig in it. Come on. <laughs> It was there, now it's gone. It's there, now it's gone. So we have uh, Kayla discussing her healthy path. And I think it's good. I think that, uh, I think as we start to close this down, um, I think one of the things I always uh, am very proud of myself for doing was getting therapy after I left my husband. Right? I had never done therapy. Um, and then right as I started, my youngest brother reached out and said, I think I need a therapist. And it was more comforting to him to know that somebody else was doing it,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because that wasn't—that's not something my family. I don't remember anybody in my family. I mean, I'm going way back to my grandma saying that I. Think I that's why you
4: don't see it in our community, correct? It's because you know, when you mention it, it's something that people immediately shy away from, mm-hmm. or there's this negative connotation about seeing a, you know, a professional and right. it's it's needed and right. the more and more you talk about it in your circle then the person who maybe who maybe has constantly heard the theme of pray it out or you know or let it go especially especially kind of depending on your environment you're constantly told you know go to god with it anytime you go to somebody with your problem the first thing that they say is oh i'll pray for you that's great thanks Don't know how that's helpful. Well and I I, I'm a I'm a believer that it works.
0: However, I'm also a believer that God did not create therapists, counselors, psychologists, and psychiatrists for no reason. He didn't give anybody enough sense to do those jobs mm-hmm. and not expect us to use those people.
4: God and helps I'm people th- who helps themselves. Boom! You know what? I'm and just I, saying. So you telling you me it. that you're going to pray for me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And everybody will be thrilled. Is hey! is That's is a whole other conversation. That, you can... <laughs> okay. there you go. that is a whole other yeah. conversation. But I, yeah. I'm listening to what you're saying and I I actually snapped I don't know if it was My mom my sister uh, You need to cry, I said, I want to hear that shit you know? Yeah I just snapped Because it's like That's us Like if you say And I, I joke all the time And if people are like How you doing Oh I forgot I'm black I got to say I'm blessed and highly but, You know Because that's that We have this This verbiage That we use for everything But it's always this You know it's In the top ten Right You know Like you are saying, Go see somebody Man ain't always, you ain't going No therapist Because it's It's not embedded in us We're not used to it that. That's white people shit you know? That's exactly Ooh, our that's
0: response. Is. Is. Yeah. That is our response. Yeah. That we don't do that.
2: Yeah, and that's why we go through what we go through. I, the episode I had a dumb I need to go. Because I was like, why do I always attract, like, needy people? And they say, I think it's a rescuer syndrome, white knight something. Mm-hmm. I need to go talk to somebody. No, hell no, I'm deal with it myself need to go talk to somebody.
0: You better use that EAP and go on and get you some faux free uh, uh, sessions and start the process. Yeah. Find well, somebody you like. I'm
4: glad you said yes. that. Another reason why we don't see therapists is because as trendy as it might sound and in all these beautiful commercials, mm-hmm. what they don't address is the cost oh, yeah. associated yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. It's not free. It's not, but there are some options. There are options, but you have to ask kind of the same way you understand that you have to have a car. You have to have some, some mode of transportation to get around. That's something that even if you don't physically have a car that you own, that's a component that you have to address because you need to be able to get to places. It's the same thing when it comes to your mental health. Yeah. It's not free. But if you ask and if you talk about it, then you can find avenues that makes it a little less expensive or avenues where it can, you know, in some components, some sessions mm-hmm. can be free mm-hmm. that get you to a certain place. And that's what kind of led me to open up my company, More Parallax find is that partner that I brought in was offering 30 free sessions. And those were sessions that mostly you didn't even get when you work somewhere. That's
1: mm-hmm. right cuz they don't even
4: offer 30 EAP sessions. They only give you 4 or 5. That's, that's it. All you get and that's not really enough to to really move the needle. That's right. But th- those are things that we absolutely have to begin to do and it doesn't make you any less godly. That's right. That's right. To mm-hmm. decide that I'm going to go to someone. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean Jesus isn't there. Mm-hmm. But today mm-hmm. I need someone to talk
2: yeah, God to give
4: you common sense. I need a hug. Yes, <laughs> I need someone to touch me. So these are the things that kind of when you begin to get when you begin to have these conversations, you know what options are, are that are out there.
2: And it is funny that you said that because I, um, I was like, damn! One day I was just sitting there like, man, I need a hug, you know. And you know, for a man to say, oh, you know, for a man to say that, that's another. That's another topic or whatever. And you know, it was just when you said that, like, man, I felt like that the other day. Like, yeah. You need a hug. I and sometimes you nobody, just. But you, you, you will hear women say that. You don't hear men saying they, that they need a hug or whatever. Because you, you try to hug a guy, especially us. We're going to put this, this on right uh-huh. ah, but- Yeah, now that You don't even want to hug. My, one of my good friends tried to hug him, Hey, man, get back. You know, no, no, no ride touching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hug me from the side. Yeah. <laughs> And why? That's what we
4: say again. But <laughs> I don't have a filter. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. This this is your safe space. Yeah. This is all good. But these are things we need to learn how to say. I'm not you a big person where mind. I don't like necessarily a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just all I want. I just want a hug. I don't want to really, I don't want to do a bunch of talking. Mm-hmm. I just want you to sit here. I just want you to sit here. Be with me. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, as we start to close this down, I got some numbers I want to give out. Um, as we discussed uh, suicide today, reminder: we are not licensed professionals. Please don't take everything we said to heart. If it fits you, then make a contact. Um, for uh, Akins, you got them ready. Uh, yes. All right. So go ahead and read those for me.
1: Okay. We have Harmony Community Development Corporation. Their phone number is 214-467-6774.
0: And they offer uh, free counseling. And so they are in uh, the heart of Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas. And if you have a need, reach out and uh, see if they are able to assist in some way. And I believe they do couples, individuals, youth. So anybody can go in and get the counseling they need. So take advantage of that resource if you are in need of that.
1: We also have the National Suicide Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. All right. So
0: um, before we do our last thoughts, if you are in a place where you feel like you may uh, want to harm yourself, I want you to take time to call that number. It's anonymous. You can talk to somebody, uh, share what you need to share. Let somebody listen to you. Let somebody love on you for a little bit. Um, I promise you, it's not just because we don't we're we going to miss you. That's not the only reason. It's because you you are here for a reason. And whatever that is, we need you to be here. Um, and so take the time to get the help you need. Um, if you need another resource, feel free to hit us up uh, either on uh, via text or email text 800-943-8663. At carter's house, or you can email tuv at gmail dot at carter's house dot org. excuse me, tuv at carter's house dot org, and we'll be happy to share a resource with you. Um, so as we close out, uh, JJ, will you start us off with your closing thoughts?
4: I've got nothing for you guys today, I've got nothing, um, other than definitely give those, uh, definitely give those numbers a call and just kind of remember that through whatever situation you may find yourself in there's always somebody who's going through a situation that is similar Mm -hmm. so you are not alone even when you feel alone when you know you may not have someone that's in your immediate circle there is someone out there that is experiencing a feeling that is similar to your own give yourself the chance the opportunity to reach out and look for that resource
0: awesome kevin I have nothing. You have nothing? Nothing. Have nothing. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Just make sure that you reach out. There's always somebody that's there. There's always somebody that's willing to listen. And even if you run into that person that doesn't want to listen, I really want to say, fuck them and find somebody else. Talk to
4: them because
1: life, life is important. You're important, and you have to understand your importance. You have you have to begin to understand your purpose. You were here for a reason, so get the help that you need. All right,
0: and uh, all I want you to remember is that um, even when times are hard, don't uh, a friend of mine made this comment when uh, we took Kayla in, and Kayla will give her final thoughts in just a second. Do not choose a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Um, so think about it. Um, oftentimes, it and I'm not. I, I never want to take that. Uh, I never want to feel make somebody feel like I'm ignoring their feelings. So take a step back, sit still in it for a minute, and then determine if it's gonna be important in five years. Because whatever it is that's that heavy, you need to talk to somebody about it or remove yourself from it. So Kayla, do you have any final thoughts? Any encouraging words?
3: Um, well, like this tattoo on my arm says, it could be worse. Try to find something. There's always something in your day that was good. If not... Um, it's always one thing. It's always one thing. Try to find the good in your day, in your life, in... Anywhere, you could be at work, school, try to find, even if it's just a person, even if you find happiness in a person, which I don't think you should seek. But even if it is a person, even if that is your person, be happy, Mm -hmm. try your hardest, because sometimes that's all you need is that one thing. So those are my final thoughts.
0: Awesome. Well, I thank you all for joining us uh, for this episode And if you need us, holla at us. We'll catch you next time.